Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. This is episode number 79. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. This week's network shout-out goes out to the newest show on the network, Kyle and Dave vs. The Machine, a podcast where a sentient machine forces Kyle and Dave to watch films in order to prevent the apocalypse. Season 1 focuses on the films of 1999. It uh, really sounds interesting, and I'll be checking it out for sure. You can visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for information and links to this and all the other great shows on the network. My guest this week has made a career in the engineering and project management business, but when one of our former guests tried his seasoning on some wings, a hobby quickly turned into a side business. And as, you he- as you'll hear, Eric Crowtime has big plans for Township 27. This episode is brought to you in part by ATB Financial's Entrepreneur Center. Daniel had a dream to start his own electronic bike business in Alberta. Even though he had initial success on his own, he was having trouble finding a bank to help him. Then he saw the literal sign when he spotted ATB's Entrepreneur Center. With ATB's help, he was able to expand his product line and e-store, and now has a successful online business. His story shows that when banking isn't a barrier, great things can happen. To hear more about Daniel's journey, visit atb.com daniel, or visit atbentrepreneurcenter.com to learn how ATB can help you and your business. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the podcast, and I'm sitting here with Eric Krautheim of Township 27, Inc. Eric, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Oh, thank you. Doing well. Thank Trying you. to stay warm. Yes, thanks for joining me down here for a warm cup of coffee. Absolutely. So I like to start off with, and I'm, often when I'm talking to barbecue people, I'll ask them their uh, their barbecue story, but what's your uh, your background, your, your origin story, I guess? Uh, well, the or- <coughs> origin story is, I mean, we've been country people all our lives. Yeah. Uh, the family has always enjoyed good food. Uh, as my daughters were growing up many years ago, yeah. we'd spend the whole day cooking in the kitchen and have the barbecues going and, and uh, basically grew from there. Nice. Our love of food is, is pretty much taken us all over the place. Right. And, and all kinds of uh, great little holes in the wall restaurants and barbecue places and that and kind of thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is uh, has turned into a bit of a passion. So uh, many years ago, we started a uh, what we uh, laughingly refer to as our uh, our Township Twenty Seven cookbook, which right. is no more than a big white binder full of paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, slips of this and recipes of that. And yeah, it's it's pretty much built from there. Awesome. Uh, so tell me, what is Township Twenty Seven? Uh, what are we? What are you making? Okay, Township Twenty Seven. We produce uh, different spice blends, um, different barbecue rubs. Um, spice blends, actually, not just for barbecue. I mean, for for um, any kind of good cooking, um, real food. I mean, we try to um, minimize the amount of salt, minimize the amount of, of what you might call regular ingredients. Um, Started playing a few years ago with uh, with 100% natural um, ingredients. We nice. use, for example, we use uh, dried chilies and we grind them the way we want them. Right. So they come to us whole nice. uh, in a box, yeah. and, and we take it from there and, and uh, start building our uh, our blend recipes from there. 
And the same goes for, like, we use a four-pepper blend, for example, that we grind ourselves, and we mix the, uh, the, uh, the various peppercorn um, colors uh, to suit whatever we're doing. Right. So, again, uh, simple, natural. We try and stay away from preservatives, chemicals, and that kind of thing. If we can do it naturally, we're going to do it naturally. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. You were kind of telling me before we got rolling here, um, uh, a friend of the program, uh, Wayne and Rhonda Hansen, were a bit of a oh, absolutely. A kickstart, maybe absolutely. you could say, to get, uh, getting the business side of it off the ground. You've been kind of doing this as a hobby for a while. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> we... Uh, uh, before we decided to get Township 27 rolling, we we would hold a oh, number of get-togethers and barbecues and events and that kind of thing at our place and, and for friends and clients and that kind of thing. And of course, when Wayne got uh, uh, your local ranch up and running, um, where else do we go for our sure, beef? Of but course, yep. Wayne's, right? Yep. So we, we uh, became good friends with, uh, with Wayne and Rhonda and um, uh, one of our events last February, we had uh, uh, what we call a to hell with winter party. Uh, middle of February, every year we try and have a get together and get 30 people together or 40 people together and just enjoy and have some good food and some good wine and enjoy things. And Wayne, Wayne and Rhonda came and uh, Rhonda was enjoying one of our uh, smoked chicken wings. And she sat and looked at me and said, Tell me about these wings. I said, Well, Rodney, you should know about the wings. They're yours. They're yeah. out of your shop. And yeah. she said, no, no, no. What's on these wings? And I said, well, it's one of our recipes. I've got a bunch of them. And she's kind of looking at me like, okay, wait a minute. You've got a bunch of these rub recipes that that you use. on." Yes, yes. I've built them over the years. And Well, she looks at me and looks at the wing and she says, you got to start selling this stuff out of our shop. Yeah. Meanwhile, my wife is standing right behind her going, honey, I told you this for years. <laughs> So that's what got things rolling, yep. and, and we have uh, we'll be also building, uh, as well as our ketchup, we'll be building um, uh, different different sauces that yep. can be used for barbecue. Uh, we'll be also be doing condiments like uh, oh, we have a <laughs> everyone calls it our famous Caesar salad okay. uh, uh, dressing. Dressing, nice. So we'll be dovetailing into that this year awesome. um, as we uh, as we get through all of our. Um, all of our uh, health approvals for right. each product, yes. which is a whole other story. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so that's kind of what uh, we got things rolling, and awesome. we started in February, and got all of our licensing in place by the end of the year, and yep. started selling out of Wayne and Rhonda's shop, and Nice. we'll be spreading from there. Yeah, I want to chat about that a little bit down the road here. Yeah. Uh, the name, Township 27, uh, well, I know where it comes from, but uh, let, let everybody know the... Here's another story. We... we we're batting around ideas for, for the name for the company and, you know, stuff like Ranch Gourmet and that kind of thing. But that all sounds a little bit cliche, right? And we thought, well, what do we call it? What do we call it? Well, where are we? My wife, my wife is a geologist. Okay. I'm an engineer and project manager, and we both worked in the oil patch. And, and uh, of course, in, in the oil patch, everything is by township, township. and range. Yep. Uh, my, and Naomi says, well, why don't we do Township 27? Because that's where we are. Yeah. Uh, that's where we're producing our products. Um, commercial Kitchen out at Golden Rod Hall is yeah. where we're uh, starting to do all our production out of. And 
lo and behold, they're in Township 27 as well. So that's how the company came about. Awesome. That's where the name came from. Yeah. So Gus, get into the the different uh, products, uh, the rubs. Uh, what's the lineup? I guess. Sure. Well, the lineup as it sits right now is we've got four base blends. Uh, we've got a, a pork and poultry rub that. Uh, uh, is is a bit of a staple. It's we call it pork and poultry rub, but you can use it on anything. You can use it. You can actually even use it on steak. It has a bit of sugar in it, so we're not. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that'll fight with beef, right? Depending yep. on what your cut is. But it's it's very good on those. We've been told it's even good on popcorn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, pretty much anything. Fish, vegetables. Fish, it's yeah. it's good for that as yep. well. Uh, depending on the fish, of course. And then we have a, a steak rub that. Uh, that is a bit of an offshoot of the pork and poultry. It's a little bit stronger. Uh, it has a little bit more salt and no sugar. So it um, um, it really tends to enhance the flavors. As I said uh, it's earlier uh, before we started, we, we grind our own chilies. Um, and we can we can custom blend the chilies to to the uh, to the blend we're looking for for the for the product, but for what we're cooking, but. Um, we would rather enhance the flavor of the meat than clobber it or cover it. Mask it, right? Um, we spend a lot of money for our, our uh, meat. Spend a lot of money for good vegetables and groceries. Why are we covering them with things that you know, yeah. we shouldn't be? So basically, all of our blends are not—they're not overpowering. They're not over strong. Um, they're just there to bring out the flavor of, yeah, of com- complement. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So we also have a citrus herb. Uh, that I've been uh, tweaking pretty much all year. Um, very hard to find the citrus crystals exactly the way I want them. Right. So yeah. I think we've we've uh, we found a supplier now out of okay. the states that uh, can supply that product for us. So that'll be on the shelf here next week. Uh, we also have a, a roast rub okay. that is more garlic and um, onion powder based. Uh, we use a roasted garlic powder that. Uh, that really brings out the flavor of, of a roast and, and that kind of thing. Uh, on the sauce size, the side we have uh, we have a what we call our ketchup uh, sauce. It's uh, it's basically uh, hand batched, uh, no added sugar. And we have actually um, our uh, our liquor rep friends. Doug is it uh, is a. Uh, Quite a healthy candidate for uh, diabetes. Okay, so, yeah. and he loves ketchup. Well, ketchup is mostly of most sugar, of the ketchup yeah. as a, that you buy in the store has a lot of sugar in it, yeah. or other sweeteners that mm-hmm. can be borderline. So, we uh, we developed this, and it's it's got a bit of a kick to it. Okay. It's got a little bit of heat, but it's not overpowering. Again, it's it's full of flavor. And well, Doug tried it and just got blown away. So I've been supplying Doug on the side all year <laughs> with 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 the uh, with the stuff. I'm using him as the uh, test kitchen, and nice. and uh, we've got way more demand right now than I've got supplies. So yeah, it's actually been a good product. Um, we're going to be bringing out. I have also have a maple spice sauce that will be good um, either as a sauce. For example, for beef, um, but not as you're cooking it, right? You you grill your steak, yeah, yeah, do your thing, yeah, and then if you want a sauce, you finish it a little bit with uh, the maple spice. It's really good. Yeah. Um, it's also good with chicken. It's good with 
with anything like that. It's, yeah. it's even good with fish. So that'll be coming out in the next month or so. And we've got three or four other spice blends um, in the making. Nice. Uh, we're also going to be developing later on in the year um, a set of uh, chef signature uh, series of spices okay. that will be exclusive recipes by well-known chefs. Nice. Okay. Uh, that we'll be working. We'll be working in partnership with them. Awesome. We'll, we'll build the. Uh, the uh, spice blends and, and we'll sell them as their their signature right name on it, right? Yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Well, that's so a neat idea. That's coming later in the year. And, oh, you know. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. One of our bylines is uh, for people who love food, right? So oh, that's, that's the big thing. Right? Yeah. Chefs love food, yeah. and to to be able to partner with someone that can actually go ahead and, and uh, produce their rub exactly the way they want it, how they want it. Yeah, it's important, right? Yeah, um, your QC, uh, QA, QC has to be good. Yeah. It's got to be consistent, repeatable, that kind of thing. So, yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So that's what's coming in the year. Lots of plans. So we're going to take just a real quick pause for a word from uh, our Alberta Podcast Network sponsor. When we get back, I want to chat with uh, Eric a little more about kind of the processes and maybe some of the challenges of getting uh, getting a food business up off the ground here. Absolutely. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you in part by Norquest College's Career Moves Professional Development Program. And here they are to tell you all about it. Your next career move is right around the corner, and Norquest College is here to help. Our new Career Moves Professional Development Program will help you transition to new job opportunities. Funded by the Future Skills Center, we will provide one-on-one coaching, self-assessments, skill development and training, and up to $2,000 in available tuition credit. Our focus is your success. Make your next move. Apply today at norquest.ca slash career moves. All right, we are back here with Eric Crowtime, Township 27. Um, we, we touched on it again before we started recording. Uh, get into sort of the process of getting a, a food business up off the ground. Well, as, of, as we were talking to, before we started, it's yeah. uh, it's an interesting process. Uh, you know, one might think, oh, I'll start producing spices um, or condiments or that kind of thing, and I can do it out of my kitchen and sell it at the market. And Well, guess what? You can't. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of rules, regulations, and a lot of, um, yeah, they call it hoops, but, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, it all keeps us safe. Of course, So, yes. you know, very important. Um, we, uh, we started the research with, uh, okay, what do we need in terms of nutritional labeling for the local market? First of all, if I want to sell in a uh, farmer's market, for example. Well, the requirements just for uh, a home-based business selling into a farmer's market is one thing. Yes. You need certain amount of labeling, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, so that bears a fair bit of research. First and foremost, you've got to get your Alberta Health uh, uh, food safety cert- certification. Uh, then your food handling permits, depending on where you want to go and what you want to do. Right. And, of course, you know, in our case... Um, I never like doing anything simply. It always has to be the complicated way, right? Yeah. We're um, in conjunction with uh, what we're doing on the uh, spices and the uh, the uh, condiment side. Uh, we're also going to be hosting a series of events. Yes, mention that. So then we need a catering license, right? right? And you've got to be based out of somewhere. Yeah. 
Uh, again, you can't do it out of your home kitchen. Uh, you've got to have a separate facility. So we chose Goldenrod Hall to work out of, um, which is a certified kitchen, yep. and uh, that was great. Went through the uh, certification courses and have that going. Now, if you want to put your products online and you want to sell outside the provincial boundaries, then you're into CFIA. That's okay. Our good friends at CFIA have their own sets of rules and regulations. You have to be bilingual, for one thing, on your labeling. You have to have your nutritional labeling done. The percent of daily value, that kind of thing, uh, has to be done. Um, And then coupled with that comes the production side. Mm -hmm. Currently, we're small batching. We're batching by hand. We're doing it all... The old school way. That's not going to live very long. We have to automate. So, um, again, that takes a whole lot of research into because, you know, interestingly enough, I want a machine that will blend spices. They're not that easy to find. There's not that many around. So we've got to research into that, and then uh, we'll be automating the the bottling and the packaging and that that kind of thing as well. uh, That has to be... uh, research and looked into so yeah there's uh, <coughs> there's quite a process to all of it yeah. and depending on where you want to sell and how you want to sell it makes one, a yeah. huge difference yeah. huge difference if you want to stay local just in the farmers markets it's relatively yeah, simple. yeah simpler set of rules for that little, right? little bit of certification that's about it yeah. it's a one-day course and not yeah. a big deal yeah. no, but if you if you want to grow or you want to go into provincial or you want to go international it's it's a whole different thing Box of kettle of fish. Yep, no doubt. Um, for the as you grow, are you looking at keeping everything in house? Yes. Co packers. Yeah. Well, we we looked into that, and I I don't know. Maybe it's the engineering and construction background, but it's I'm a bit of a control freak, yep. and I'm I'm not I'm not all that keen about letting go of the QAQC side of no, the equation. Uh, by by maintaining that, yes, it's going to be a little bit of a tougher uh, tougher role. But you know, also the um, the goal here is to create employment. Right. So you know, as as this thing grows and as we uh, as we gain sales, et cetera, et cetera, we're going to be automating. We'll wind up doing a uh, facility out of our property, right. uh, which will be warehouse. It'll have a storefront. It'll have an event center and a commercial kitchen, that kind of thing. Nice. So you've got yeah, you're, and we'll you're gear in a up for where you have space for that. Just like Correct. That's right. Makes a difference, certainly. Then yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We have the uh, the property that can nice. that can actually Perfect. handle that kind of thing. And yep. We'll go from there. It's uh, we often uh, we have to laugh between Naomi and I, my wife. We uh, we often say, if you're going to do anything, go bigger than home. Sure. Yeah. Well, there's that. Yeah. Absolutely. So <laughs> we'll be looking to uh, to uh, to ramp this up. Yeah. Uh, pretty strong in the next few years. Yeah. It's it's one thing to sell uh, uh, into the immediate local marketplace, mm-hmm. but I mean, really, if you want to be successful, you you've got to grow. Yeah. Provincially. Yeah. Anyway. So um, that's what we're looking to do. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, you got some plans? That's exciting. Absolutely. I think certainly and if you're looking, I think there's a need in this market for that commercial kitchen space. Because I've done a little poking around myself. And there's, oh, absolutely. There's not a lot. So no. 
That's exactly right. You build that. Yes. There's another potential revenue stream for you outside of your exactly your business, right? Exactly. We uh, uh, we will also be hosting a series of events. Not sure if we've talked about that on the podcast yet. But, no, we uh, haven't. Not really. No. All right. We uh, we've done a number of private uh, functions out of our out of our own home, and, right? Uh, with various uh, uh, wine producers, right? Uh, vintners um, did one in October. Mm-hmm. We had uh, twenty-two people out, and uh, we did a six-course small plate wine pairing. Uh, South African wines, right. uh, Spear, yep. uh, fantastic uh, winemaker uh, came out. And yep. We spent the night. And we had the uh, the uh, the producer and the uh, the uh, the realtor or the sorry the uh, retailer for right. uh, the uh, chicken and pork and, yep. and beef wine dancing was there. Of course, we had Township Twenty Seven for the spices and the condiments sure. and such, and, and we had Spear wines and. Twenty-two people. We had nothing but rave reviews afterwards because it was it was just great. It was a small gathering. We had a number of people that uh, uh, that really came to learn, uh, learn about food, learn about how wine works with food, what to look for, what not to look for. And it was great, and the demand has been huge after that um, to keep doing it. So. As you say, I mean the, the the ability to have that event center is yeah. is huge. Um, That's great. There's really not that many around. Not like and, that, no. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. we can we can basically customize a, an event to to I, I what love, people are looking yeah. for. I love that idea of bringing in having the the producer and the the vintner and it, yes, you making the seasonings and yes, all of the producers together there. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's you yeah. know people are becoming more and more aware. Of what they're putting in their mouth, which is a great thing, and um, where it comes from. Exactly, that's yeah. the big thing. Yeah. Who produced it? How was it produced? Yeah. Uh, you know, were the cows able to run around? Were the pigs yeah. digging holes in the field? Uh, yeah. On and on and on. Uh, yeah. You know, what does your facility look like? Yeah. Um, same thing with the vegetable side. Yeah. Uh, we've got all kinds of fantastic local growers Absolutely. Uh, that. Uh, wow, you know, the whole farm-to-table thing is is. Uh, is becoming a real movement, and people are, are wanting to know yep. where their food is coming from. And I know that event you mentioned had uh, wines from South Africa. Yes. But uh, in Alberta, as the uh, yes. craft distilling and uh, absolutely beer uh, industry grows, that's another exactly. You know, we'll bring be, that aspect exactly. into it local again. So. Yes, we'll be. Uh, we'll actually be looking to uh, partner with some of the local breweries. Um, on the, uh, we'll call them barbecue school days, where uh, we'll get a, a small group together and, and um, uh, between myself and Wayne Hanson and, yeah. and Amit from Dam and Amit Food Truck, yeah. and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll take them out on a Saturday afternoon and uh, yeah. do a grill or a barbecue and show them how it's done. And some beer and you betcha. Not a bad day. And again, it all goes to the, to the pairing, right? Yeah. This, this beer goes with this, this goes with that. Beer can get as sophisticated as wine, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's great. Excellent. Uh, looking at the, you brought me a little bit of information here. A couple things jumped out at me. The portion of your sales revenue, you're giving back some? That's correct, yes. We're uh, we're actually a social enterprise. We're 2% of our revenue, uh, our gross revenue. So basically 2% of our sales. Uh, we'll go to assisting local food banks, local food initiatives, um, 
anywhere that there's a need for people right. that don't get enough food and good food. Right. Right? So uh, basically, we're always on the lookout. We uh, we've been supporting through through my engineering company. We've been uh, supporting the Airdrie Food Bank uh, for the last few years. So of course that'll be big. That'll be uh, local for us. But um, there's a few people in Airdrie that that want to start looking at uh, perhaps a community garden. Okay, nice. So they can uh, again, you know, teach people how to grow things. All right. So. You know, we'll, we'll definitely be front and center for that's something great. like that. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and, any uh, way that we can help, we certainly will. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, sustainability, uh, everything in glass, reusable, recyclable. Correct, yes. Yeah. It's, it's important to us. You know, living in the country, you become very aware of what you, what you produce in terms right. of product Waste. and garbage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're very careful. We always have been... Um, one of our uh, very important uh, initiatives is that you know whatever we're selling or producing can be reused, right. can be easily recycled. That's awesome. that's what led us to glass. Yes. Uh, yes, there's a lot of safe plastics out there. There's no question. Yeah. There's also no question about microplastics and what you know. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, yeah. if we can have glass and, and that little glass spice jar can yeah. live for years, and, yep. that's what we're going to do. Um, it's not easy to source. Glass yep. jars. Yeah, it's interesting. Right. We we uh, we've had quite a struggle to okay, find really. what we uh, what we need right. in the volume we needed. Sure. Right? Yeah. And but it's worth it. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's well worth it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, specifically on the barbecue side of things, yeah. talk a little bit about using your products. You know, more of a smoking uh, any kind of okay. uh, standout <laughs> things that you would. Uh, you sure. Would, uh, sure. We. Uh, in terms of barbecue, and, and of course, having spent a lot of time in Texas, you'll yeah. know the difference between barbecue and grilling. Yeah, barbecue, and barbecue, <laughs> yes. barbecue is yes. where you start very, very early in the morning, yeah. and it goes all day. Or overnight. Yeah. That's what we call smoking, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, a lot of our, like the, the, the roast rubs, the pork and poultry, and the steak especially, those three rubs, I developed specifically, initially, for smoking right. uh, again they're not they're not overly overly hot like right. we don't use things like jalapeno peppers and that kind of thing because if you're slow roasting and you're using a hot pepper yeah. look out yeah. by the time you're done on the other side you better really like heat yeah. and I'd rather have the flavor without right. the heat and that's that's how we develop our, our rubs so for a brisket for example I mean we'll Again, these rubs are, are designed to be used generously. I mean, right. we'll we'll really coat a brisket, yeah. really coat it. Yep. Plastic wrap it in the fridge yep. overnight, twelve to sixteen hours if you can. Yep. Take it out, warm it up, throw it on. Well, we we use uh, actually for for long smoking, we'll use a Traeger, yep. um, and uh, we'll smoke that for five or six hours. Yep. Uh, then we'll. Uh, We'll do a competition stock. Uh, take it, wrap it, wrap it. A yep. little bit of beef stock, yep. and uh, let it run for another four or five hours yep. until it gets up to temperature. And uh, out she comes. Rest it in the oven. Away you go. Mm-hmm. The rubs are subtle enough that the brisket can really speak for itself. Right. And the rubs just bring that that um, smokiness. Yep. They really enhance the smokiness. Okay. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, 
So that's kind of what awesome. we do. They they were really developed for smoking. Yeah, excellent. So where can uh, working folks find uh, you online? Where the, the products are at? Right, your local ranch currently. Correct. That's right. We started at, at your local ranch. Uh, we'll be branching out to. Um, couple of other uh, butcher shops okay. uh, in Olds and High River nice. um, and also in Sundry. Okay. Um, then we're, we're, um, we're basically going to sit down with the folks at Sobeys and um, uh, Save on Foods right. in Airdrie too. They're both uh, our uh, local initiative stores. Right. Yeah. So uh, we'll be starting there probably I would suspect mid-summer. Okay. Uh, our website is just getting built now. Right. Uh, we'll be able to buy through the website. Okay. Um, and we'll be starting the farmer market. Doing that circuit. Crossfield will be the first one up. Okay. We're shooting for February. I hope yep. it's February. Uh, maybe March. We'll see how it yep. goes. Excellent. Yep. And it's uh, township27.com? You bet. Yeah, social media. I know you're on Instagram. Instagram, Facebook. Facebook, okay. Yep. yep. Awesome. Absolutely. So, the, Eric, the last question I, I finished with. It's, uh, it's dinner time. What is uh, what's your go-to? What's, uh, uh, what's Eric's signature meal? Eric's signature meal. Well, the signature meal would have to be the smoked wings. Okay. Um, we've uh, <laughs> and one Texan buddy actually that uh, he's married to my next door neighbor. First time he came up, he he said, you know, y'all up here, you y- y- tend to over smoke and you tend to over spice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope your wings aren't that way. Okay. I said, well, just so happens, my friend, yeah. I have a batch of smoked wings on the go we're going to do for appetizers today. Yeah. Well, I'll be doggone if you didn't eat the whole darn plate. So <laughs> <laughs> that's been all right. Eh? It's, it's really, that's our that's our go-to. Yeah. It's, it's, it's relatively quick, two and a half yeah. hours yeah, done. Again, with the, with the rub. The other very quick go-to is is a real good petite tender steak nice. with, uh, from Wayne. Yep. Uh, they're fantastic steaks. They're small. They're, they're just the right thickness. Uh, yep. Spice them up, throw them on, grill them, done. Yep. Right? Better medium rare than, than uh, well. Yep. Right? Absolutely. So those would be the go-tos. Yep. Excellent. Well, Eric, uh, thank you so much. Appreciate you coming and making the drive into Calgary on a cool day here to meet with me and share your story it's uh, great love to see uh, you know kind of little startups like this getting going so it's absolutely great. Uh, happy to spread the word for you though well thank you very much for the opportunity awesome. thanks eric much appreciated that's a wrap everybody thank you for your time i really appreciate you tuning in please be sure to subscribe to the show and i'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review it sure helps us get the word out there Thank you to Eric Krautheim for meeting up with me and sharing his story. I'm excited to see what's coming down the road for Township 27. Wherever you're listening from, I urge you to get out and support your local barbecue joints. If you visit www.eatmorebarbecue.ca, you'll find a listing of all the great barbecue joints in Alberta. And keep your eyes open for that revamped version of the Alberta Barbecue Trail page coming soon. Give me a follow on Twitter at Eat More Barbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore More underscore Barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, please drop me an email at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Powered by ATB and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.